Well, it's Wake Up With KC, and today I'm going to talk about something that I don't think is even talked about. And, you know, who are we before we come into this earthly realm? Do we even remember? Is it possible? I have a very special guest that I'm so grateful to reconnecting with. And she's here to share her story about remembering your pre-existence and your journey from darkness to light. Please welcome Linda G. DeFatis. Uh, it's such an honor to be on No, Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, it's an honor and a pleasure. And I got your book. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I, it took me an hour, but your beginning of your remembrance and your experience, I was like blown away. Because I've had someone ask me, like, how do you remember anything before you, you know, after you die and coming back? You don't. And I'm like, no. There's a reason why you don't remember anything. Exactly. And then listening to your story, like, you are the very few that actually remembered what it was like being your true soul form before you came yes can you please share <laughs> of course of course i remember being around other spirits and just like i was like being zapped from one area to the other and i remember and not even hearing just like knowing the thoughts that okay these are going to be your parents. And I was in the bedroom where my mom was floating around and I saw her pregnant with, I guess, me and my twin sister. And then I saw my dad tying her shoes and then they took me to the other room and I didn't hear the voice, but again, like a knowing these are going to be your sisters. And I was being guided. So then I saw my sister so little practicing ABC and sure enough, they were born in Greece. So they were learning the English language. And I was like, oh, wow. And then they told me other things that I wasn't really, I don't remember everything, but I also remember being drawn to my mother's stomach and it was like a magnet and it sucked me in. And then after that, I remembered nothing. But yeah, they were telling me a lot of stuff you know, and they were guiding me and they were telling me certain things are your mission. You're going there to help people. And I was like, oh, gosh, I was thinking, what's going to happen? Like, you know, how is this going to all fold and, you know, puzzle together? So I didn't really I remember just being told, like, this is what you're planning on doing and this and that. So I was like, OK, it was just amazing. And I'm so happy that I remember it because. If not, I wouldn't even understand why are we here? We are all very blessed. We chose to come here. We're all on different missions, different pathways, and we're here to different reasons. You know, some us like us light workers to evolve and help the earth bring in a lot of healing energy. So that was definitely one of my paths. And I remember 
a lot of things like when I was younger seeing Jesus Christ and um, ton of stuff through the book whenever I was very depressed I used to see images of him so back then I you know when people talk and they're like oh what you do is not from the Bible and this and that I said well I did see him and it's not like you're doing things wrong you're helping healing people through God's energy so wow and a lot of, you know, I remember having a conversation with somebody because we talked about, you know, religion and I'm, you know, I had to get out of religion. Yeah. Knowing what I know now and the history and how it began, I, I just, nope, mm -mm, I don't want to even be associated with that because that's part of history repeating itself. Yeah, and it's a misconception because it's not health. I believe mistakes are just different doorways to connect you with different lessons. So people beat themselves up and they kill themselves even because they feel so bad. Oh, I made a mistake and I'm so hard on myself. But don't be because that's bringing you the lesson. Something is coming out of it. There are no mistakes. They're just picking different doorways. So if you don't like it, you can always change it. There's no regrets. It was supposed to happen for a reason. Well, not only that, but there's a misconception of a false identity of who we are. Right. And, you know, it religion was created to put fear. Yes, that's right. And to control that's the masses. So then you're taught like, we were born in sin. We are all sinners when that's not true. Exactly. That's right. They made it like that. So they, any little thing you go to hell. <laughs> and, but the, the thing, the truth is, is there is no such thing as a hell based on what we were taught. That's right. We're all here for a reason. We are all creators. We can create our own heaven and we can create our own hell. That's and right. I think we create our own hell here on earth. Definitely. We sure do. <laughs> and that's the problem. It's like, hello, we have to wake up. That's right. You, and you, we're all connected. Yes. Like the same divine source, energy, uh, spirit, or power that has created everything. It was from the origination of a thought, an idea, then the energy, emotion, which is energy in motion, created the manifestation. Exactly. That's right. That's how it works. <laughs> so we're all connected to everything and everyone. Exactly. That's right. That's what they and should be <laughs> But we're taught that we're separate. Yes. We're, we're taught and programmed that we are divided, but we're all, we're truly and honestly all equal. Exactly. We sure are. Exactly. And I just like, that's why I started this podcast. That's why I started this show. And then, you know, now that I got these other things that are starting to develop and I'm like, okay, I get that. I'm not sure how we're going to do this, but okay. <laughs> they talk through you. They're guiding you. Yes. We're not <laughs> suffer. 
that's what they get and they don't understand we're not here to suffer we're here to create our own experience and we came we picked certain experiences to come and we're not here to punish ourselves there's so much people suffering taking drugs committing suicide for what if you really knew the bigger story you would not go through that that's for sure that's well then they're not connected like the mind body and soul they're disconnected from the soul essence of themselves and just wrapped up in the ego, the limited beliefs, the programming, even the emotional energetic traumas yes. that we create ourselves, but have been passed down for centuries from the, even the beginning of our creation. Exactly. And you can never judge your soul because you don't know why it's happening. There's so many other, so, um, other past lives that you don't know why it's happening. That's what I learned from Neil Donald Walsh, my favorite author, is never judge your soul. He's, he was absolutely right. It's because you don't know why it's happening. There might be some reason, you, you know, your Kendrick soul on the other lifetime. You know, it's just like, I believe in things that were passed down, cell memory, the, cell, the soul remembers things, so. There's no well, not only that, but, you know, if you think about it, you know, from a science aspect mm -hmm. of what I understood, what helped me realize the patterns and the cycles and that energetic trauma that's been passed down from my generational line that I was actually experiencing because I was in my mother's womb. Mm -hmm. So whatever she experienced and felt. I was also experiencing and feeling, and then she was in her mother's room. So I was like, well, how far back does this stuff go? It does go back and back and back, of course. <laughs> Until we, we have that God self-realization, like that's why things keep happening. Because that energy, that trauma, that emotion resided in me too. So how do we fix that? How do we take care of that? Nip it in the butt so we don't have to pass it further down the generation. Exactly. Heal it. Exactly. So, so you came in and you started, you lived in a haunted house. Yes. You were seeing souls, spirits. Yes, yes. It was crazy. It was very traumatic for me as a little girl because I was very scared. I didn't understand what was going on. And my parents thought we lost our crocker. We were always at the church. So only me and my twin sister and my older sisters actually saw it too. But no one can understand, you know, what it is, what was going on. It was bringing in a lot of negativity and a lot of fear. So now when I look back on it, I said, wow, I had to experience that so I can see different kinds of spirits. The ones that are negative and the ones that are, you know, I guess you start from a hard experience first, just to work yourself through it and kind of feel, and it was really traumatic seeing them all the time and things would disappear in your eyes. So you're like, what the heck? I remember my mom's keys in her doorway. And then all of a sudden as we're going close, they would disappear like you're crazy or something. So I was like, what is going on? And I would tell my mom, she's like, no, I'm sure they were there. That was like, I'm telling you, they weren't there. And my twin sister's like, yeah, we both saw the keys and they vanished. So 
that was just. And then your dad with the money with for the rent always disappearing. <laughs> yeah, and he thought my mom was taking in. There was always fighting in that house. Oh my god, fighting galore all the time. I'm like. But then there was one. Uh, you and your sister went out one night and <laughs> came home, went to the bed, and you you guys saw a a dark spirit hovering over your mother, and then transferred over to your father. Yes, I'll never forget that. It rolled right into him. It like made a roll down the bed and went right in him. I was like, oh, did you see that? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, now it's in him. And now you can see why he acts out of character and he starts screaming and yelling. That's not even him. I was thinking to myself, oh my God. Then I just ran to my bed and put the covers over my head. I was like, oh my God, I don't want to see anymore. And then when I wake up, I would see that lady looking at me. That was like, it was just crazy. There was like five of them in there. I would have just looked at her and went. <laughs> I was covering my face. I was like, go away. You know? And I'd be like, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> but let me ask you something. Her name was Martha. Yes, it was. And was, did there come a point in time where you had a conversation with her and say, look, I know what happened to you. I'm so sorry, but this is not a place for you anymore. You know, go to the light. Well, what happened was- be okay. <laughs> I went to this lady and she used to give us herbal baths. So at that time I had to do a house clearing. And so when I was doing it, she wasn't one to be nice with because she would make fun of me. So. I remember I had to spill this, I had to boil herbs, make like a liquid and then throw it all over the corners and everywhere in the house. So then I saw her through the corner of my eye, laying on my bed and like, ha ha, you missed the spot. Like she's making fun of me. So I took the bucket, <laughs> I took the bucket and I threw it on my bed. And I was like, God, get lost. Like I didn't think of being nice to her cause she was always mean. <laughs> so. Um, I was like, oh my God. And she was, I'm telling you, everything negative. She would tell you how to kill yourself the way she did. And it would come through me. And I was like, oh my God, these aren't even my thoughts. So everyone was affected, but in different ways. That's for sure. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Now I understand that the, the you know, the spirits in, in these souls and, you know, perfect example for Martha is like, why do you stick around? Like, you know, you're God too, but you're on the spiritual side of things now. You're free to roam and go to other, explore other places, other dimensions, other planets if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That was my one question that I even asked my, my spirit guides. I haven't gotten an answer yet, <laughs> but I'm working on it. And it's like, how do you, like... I don't get that other, that aspect of doing that, being that way, like she was. And I, I've seen other, you know, shows um, where there's negative energy. And I think it's from their emotional energetic traumas and what they did. Yeah. That it's like a, a magnet that keeps them there, but they have the power to release it. Oh, yeah. I don't think that they connected to that yet. I know. It's unfortunate. I wish she would cross over, but she doesn't. You know how many priests we got in there? And uh, 
the man that I learned crystal healing from, he's like, don't worry, I'll get rid of it. He might have left like for a month, but she came right back. She's so attached to that house, even to this day. My older sister lives there and she's still traumatic. It plays on fear. So she's scared of over everything, my poor older sister. I'm like, you know where it's coming from, right? But she believes in the religion, you know, different kind, all with hell and stuff. But when she's really bad, she's very open to the healings. She's like, come and heal me. <laughs> so I told her, I said, that thing does not want to leave no matter what you do. <laughs> And it's not because it's attached until somebody can go in and understands. Exactly. And has a little heart to heart with her. Yeah, she's just something. My my little daughter, when she was younger, she saw her and ran to me and she was like so scared. She was shaking. I was like, don't worry. It's our little ghost in here. But don't worry, she won't harm you. And I was holding her. She was so cute. She saw Aww. her too. <laughs> Yeah, that's well, I believe when we're younger, we do see we're not until that veil, I guess, drops. Exactly. We do see and because we're it, it, we're still like from a soul into the human being. We see in the spiritual realm, even the animals, the animals still do to this day. They could see because they're not told any different. They're not told, oh, you're imagining things. You right. didn't see that. Once you're told that, then you doubt yourself. Then it that that capability of being able to see diminishes. Yes, that's for sure. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if I was able to see back then when I was younger, can I have it back <laughs> now that I know? <laughs> I was the opposite. I was praying, please, God, take it away from me. I don't want to see it anymore because it was too traumatic for me. We would see everything, even the mailman, the invisible mailman. You read about that part that we saw just, he was just like floating from his, like by his chest and up his head. And we were like, and then we would see his bag, like parts of him, I guess, because of the different dimension we're on. And I was like, oh my God, I would see them like I see you everywhere. So I was like, please, God, take it away from me. <laughs> now, I don't see it as clear as I used to, but now I'm okay with seeing it, not before. <laughs> well, I'm okay to see it now. I mean, but I sense and feel them. Yes. And then channeling them. Yes. Well, you're very open, do you know? <laughs> so I'm open to, because I would like to see who I'm channeling. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know, and understand their language right now. That's been like, okay, am I supposed to be able to translate the language, or are you going to bring somebody that will? <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> uh, that is so funny. And I, I, I've noticed now, like, when I'm, they're different beings, but they also have a different frequency. Yes. And some of them are really intense. Oh yeah. And now I'm I'm now getting the understanding of and discerning of okay, this is a male energy and this is a female energy. Mm -hmm. And then I like as I'm channeling, I can hear the voice coming out and the language that's coming out, I can now sense the masculinity and the femininity coming out of the voice. 
Wow, that's amazing. You're an open channel, my dear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're amazing. Someone told me, like, your energy is everywhere. We need to get you so you can have some balance. I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to do that, honestly. <laughs> Just leave it be. You're a portal. They come right through, speak to you, and then the next one comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like, when I'm channeling... I have to, like, can I get a timeout right now so I can recoup? <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, it drains your body, too. Do you get drained when you channel? Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of energy, and then after a while, it leaves you, like, very tired. Oh, yes, it does. I can tell you that. I have to take a nap. Yes, yes, because when I do candles, I get drained, too, especially certain ones. I need to lay down for a little while because it's just too much. <laughs> So you mentioned about the, the you've uh, explained to everything that with your journey and your, and discovering your gifts, you, you Reiki, I mean, share with everything that in that aspect of what so, you, okay. what you well, do. I felt like I suffered enough. So I was going for help to see this lady which was doing herbal cleansings and after a while I had a spiritual thirst so I wanted to learn all about everything so I went on a journey and I went and learned some Reiki healing then I went to crystal healing for a few months I went on to different kinds it was just like I couldn't stop I was on a roll I kept going I was getting certified for many degrees the only one that I didn't uh, learn and it was self-taught was candle manifestation channeling but professional space clearing I had to learn that that took a while because I had to uh, do about 19 houses before I was certified because they say if you don't know what you're doing you could throw someone's energy off so I had to that took like a couple of years to get 19 houses and then they finally certified me as professional space clearer and then I learned also dolphin Reiki healing. Which is yeah. How do, now describe that. So that one is usually like long distance. What I do is I call in the energy and then I visualize like you're there. And so I just beam you light and I see the dolphins come in. We call the pink dolphins, the golden dolphins. They usually have some messages for the person that I feel. And then they like start splashing you after like one hour. Then I get back to the person. They feel so relaxed. They want to take a nap too. But it's really interesting how they come in. Not all of the healings, dolphin healings are the same. Some the gold ones come in, some the pink ones. So when I say someone's name, they gather around and they start to splash you. And they start beaming their sonar light on you. And I see all this as I'm doing it. So it's like long distance. But if someone comes to me, I do do it in person as well. And then I was channeled feather Reiki, which is, I had this lady come to me and her guide was telling me, use the feathers. And I never liked feathers because I had a lifetime where I was killed and the birds were pecking on me. So I hated feathers back then. But... <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is now I love them so I was clearing her with the feathers I was channeled how to do it 
and uh, which other one? The candle one is the one that I was going through a very hard time financially. And I was praying. I said, please, God, I wish I could do something that will help someone and also help myself. And then I was staring at the flame and I felt it talking right through me. It was like, yes, you can do it. And it was channeling through the whole message how um, I'm going to be successful in helping people through the candle. And sure enough, I had tried it on my mother-in-law and she was like, wow, I, I didn't even tell her about it. She goes, I don't know, all of a sudden I feel better. And so I went on a roll and now I've done like over 2000 of them, which some of them have performed miracles before my eyes, which are so astonishing. Like people that were, there was one lady in the hospice and I did her a healing. They're called Trinity candles when they're usually hospital or like something very severe, like life or death. And then within four days, I heard she was released from a hospice. Go figure that one out. I was like, oh my God. So I was like, thank you, God, because it's all God's miracle. I couldn't believe it. And the angels that I called on to, and I would buy them flowers and thank them so much. And then there was just some of them very miraculous. And I said, one day I'm going to write a book about the miracles of the ones that caused really like you just wouldn't believe. There was this one man almost pronounced death. His organs started shutting down one by one and everyone went to tell him, you know, you know, it's your time to go like tell him goodbye. You'll never guess that I did him like four of them back to back. And through God's miracle, he ended up leaving the hospital, living another month, and then he passed away. But it was extended. I was just shocked. It's like me dying now, and all of a sudden you're released from a hospital like days later. It's just the doctor said he's just shocked, you know, real well, then, then I question, you know, on a soul level, you've already chosen when to come and when to leave. But I do believe you can change it. Okay. Yes, I do. Because I had an experience. Uh, my mom, I always felt that she was supposed to live 60 something years old. And I had a dream of my guides telling me that she went to her, to the other side, to the Akashic Records and changed her departure date. And she's supposed to live, knock on wood, I hope it's valid, but 90 something. She's 80 now. So I heard you can change it. Some say no, I believe you can. Yes. I think so too. Yeah, I'm getting hit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I and we can have free choice, right? Free will. Yeah, it's like our soul contract. Yeah, and it's like I even told my guys, like when I started getting some of that information, like, oh wait, I could change my soul contract. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, here's the deal. I want to change my contract, change my akashic records, and I want to start experiencing the good things now, because I feel like I'm done experiencing the struggle, the challenge, and, and you know, all this, the abuse and everything. Now I, I want to change and start experiencing this, 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 and this. Get it in there, <laughs> get it in writing, and I'll sign on the dotted line. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
That's right. Let them get it rolling. <laughs> so, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's experience this now. <laughs> That's right. And they love when you talk to them, you know, you give them work to do. Oh, so, yeah. Love it. They love it because they want, you know, people to ask them. They're just waiting around and we need to give them the permission. Like we're ready to. That's good what you did. So what sign did they give you? Uh, I don't, I didn't get a time. Oh. Like, um, like, did they present you something? Cause sometimes I'll see feathers when I ask them something, I'll see like a symbol, like white feathers or something will pop up out of nowhere. Like the angelic kind of sign. Well, I'm trying to think like, okay, spirit guides, show me that you were giving me the signs. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them do. Sometimes they don't, they just understand you well numbers pop mm. up like 11s 22s you know all the numbers and then they come in three digits uh see so that's how they two, come two, seven 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 five 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 eight 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 you know things like that yes so when i look at them i acknowledge i'm like oh okay i'm not sure what that message is but i i see it uh, and I, I i receive it and thank you that's nice. They're communicating. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I said they're communicating. They know that you're aware of it. So that's how they talk. <laughs> they go through your, the numbers. And then, um, it's like, I know that the frequency and the vibrations of our emotions mm -hmm. can either stall receiving or block the receiving right that's true and and we have some of these beliefs that are embedded in our subconscious that even though consciously we desire we want this and whatnot but our subconscious is like well no because of you have me saying the opposite of what you want. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, and I've learned, don't ask. You do not have to ask. And if you want, you're going to keep wanting that experience. That's true. Of wanting and needing. Those two words are very powerful in how we manifest. Yes, that's true. Very true. So it's like, I'm very now consciously aware of the words I speak. Right. It's true. It makes you or breaks you. <laughs> well, yeah. So now I, I'm saying, well, you know what? I wonder what it would feel like to experience having this. Yes. Yes. Sweet. Or doing this. Or getting this into my life that's a good one yeah that's how we have to think switch our thinking yes and then you know feelings is the language to the soul to the universe it's not so much the words the feelings are more powerful because it's the energy the emotion energy and motion which is emotion mm -hmm. 
that we create first in the spirit realm. And then in the spirit realm, there is no time. Right. Here, it's linear. So now it's the process of the manifestation of it coming to fruition into the physical realm. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. Because that's why when they give me, uh, when I do readings, they're like, okay, what age am I going to die? I'm like, I'm not right with that. Because first of all, the number to me, they're different timelines. So what I'm feeling is off. I don't like answering that question. <laughs> I used to feel this lady was going to live till 80. She passed away 70. So I say I'm never right with the time because we're on different time, different energy levels. So I said, think of another question. <laughs> well, why would you want to know when you're going to die? Why not, you know, think about, well, I want to live, but am I able to, do you see me based on your desire of the experience that you have, does it line up? Exactly. That's is a it in alignment with your purpose. What is my purpose? Why am I here? Who am I? Exactly. Why am I struggling with this? My relationship, my finances, my career. Is this the next step for me to go? You know, those are the questions that I would encourage people to start asking. Exactly. Not like, when am I going to die? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> so you have, you, you explain about this candle manifestation channeling. Okay. So basically what it is, is like, let's say you come to me and you want a healing. The statue, which I'll show you one since I'm sitting by them. Let's say, for example, a red one. This is a red one. This is usually used for love. So let's say you want first the healing. When I do the candle, I put you an essence of your spirit goes in. So I can tell how you're feeling just by lighting it and the energy around it. And then I'm channeled to like what to use, oils, herbs, or something like that. And I feel into it. It's all self-guided. And when it complete, so basically, okay, I dress the candle with the healings. Then I start feeling the messages. So that's when it comes with a two-page channeling of what my guides are telling me about you. And it's very uplifting. So they're guiding you. Why you feel that way, what you should do. A lot of different advice, different channelings for everybody. It's always different. So after the channeling, we wait and it burns completely. And then I look into the images of the wax. And that's when I read the wax to you and see what other messages. So it's a long process. The whole thing takes about an hour or sometimes a little more depending on the situation. Usually in Trinity candles, the last candle. So Trinity candles are three of them. And those are again, life and death or something really bad that, you know, something very negative um sickness or god forbid just emergency things so usually they're white candles and the third one ends with the golden seal of how we want you to be knock on wood trinity candles have not failed me once and i've done a lot of them so knock on wood the ones that were life and death have been very successful 
so far so good <laughs> so um that's what the candle is <laughs> well that's interesting and i'm sorry i wanted to go back to that dolphin healing okay session yeah and i know earlier you said i had dolphins all around me yes you do yes so I, I can feel them so what uh, color are they pink there's a pink one and i feel one is blue one is pink i feel like they want to play with you they keep you their characteristics they put on you they want you to they want you to play with you are you're very playful they heal you see the white color i feel like they beam you through your different chakra points with their sonar they're very playful I feel one of them, like his name is George. For some reason that came to me, George. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, they're your animal guides and you should always attune to them. I would get ocean water and just talk to them. Then when you give them attention, they're going to come even more to you because they know that, you know, you, you sense them. So definitely have them around, put your seashells around you. You have that, you have mermaid. And you also mm -hmm. have a lot of American Indian. You have American Indian guy too. I feel him with the oh, yes. here, braids. Yep. So. And I always wanted to know his name. His name. Let's see what his name is. Hmm. Alex just came to me. Alex. <laughs> Alex. Okay. I got Alex and George. Yeah. Your dolphin is George. <laughs> One is a boy. And he comes with the pink one, which is more feminine. So you have the balance of a boy and a girl. And your American Indian guide, yeah, is a man, Alex. Wow. So a weird last name, C-H, and then something like long, Ch Chambana or something, Chambana, Champion, something like that. He has a weird different last name, Chambana. Wow. He wants you to bang on the drums. That's what he's telling me. You need to oh. get yourself a pair of drums. <laughs> Ooh, okay. And that's so funny that you say that because I love going to the ocean when it's a full moon. Nice. Oh, how healing. And I do have like an audio, um, like meditation of Native American. Oh, Some nice. is flute and then some with the drums and it's just like oh this is good <laughs> yes, yes he wants you to bang on the drums and go around your body with it okay yeah he's showing me that with you yay i can feel him burning incense too and drums oh <laughs> hey i used to dance to the beat of the drums oh nice you see well and it was like an indian like an in it was like a somebody coming in and it was like a slow you know indian vibe and moving with my feet and just my hands i remember it oh wow see so i'm like okay i'm gonna get back to that yes yes shake it up shake off shake all that it. energy shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. Oh my gosh, that is George and Alex. Okay. Uh, I love it. Yes, yes. He's definitely around you, Alex. More the dolphins come in here and there. They come, but Alex is the main one that's in back of you. 
Oh, thank you, Alex. And you know, it's funny. I have a dolphin magnet on my, my daughter got it for me. Oh, wow. And was it Costa, Bali, 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 or Costa Rica? I can't remember. And there's a pink flower on it. Oh, wow. How pretty. Yeah, the lotus. Wow. That's just, I just saw that. I was like, wait, there's a pink flower on it. <laughs> That's beautiful. You do have a lot of flower energy too. You have Lemurian. Lemurian? Yes. You're connected with the dolphins that aged with flowers and Lemurian Hawaiian energy. Yeah. Yep. The Lemurians, um, their ancient civilization that I feel drawn to. And then the Pleiadians, the yeah. Arcturians, and then the Atlantinians wow. and a very strong, uh, as I'm thinking and I'm feeling um, soft. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Wow. <laughs> you have your emerald and your third eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have And he's amazing. Like, I don't, I think back because they're, they were aliens. Wow, yes. Uh, and I don't I hate to say aliens, but I mean he Thoth is from the Egyptian times too. So I'm very drawn to Egypt. Yes. You had a lot of lifetimes. Huh? You had a lot of lifetimes. Yeah, and it's so like Asia. I'm I'm drawn to Asia too. And and Egypt, Egypt, and I have a feeling even Peru, like the pyramids and whatnot, yeah. and the languages that I speak, I'm like now like, okay, this is the language, but what language does this connect to in with these places, with these wow. ancient writings? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh -huh. So it's like I go to try to study and translate, and they're like, mm -mm. "No," <laughs> because I I I get that it's a sense of no, <laughs> don't like not now, not now. You don't need to, and no. I'm like, I want to learn though. No, because oh, there's wow. a connection to my channeling to when I. I'm going to see it for myself, but when I get there, it's going to be an experience and the words will just, they'll come in and just flow. Wow. That's amazing. They definitely will come through you. I see that happening somewhere high up. You're going to go. And they're going and to. I'm just like, okay. I'm like, so can we do this now? <laughs> exactly. It's so much fun. I'm like, I'm like a little girl going, come on, it's Christmas. Can we open the present now? <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, here he is. There's my friend. And I feel like, I don't know if you could see him. Yes. Wow. That's beautiful. Wow. And he's in the Egyptian drawings with the bird, um, the beak of the bird, which is very symbolic. And yeah, the Emerald Tablets. I just, I keep looking at the book and I'm like, can, I'm going to understand this language, right? I speak the language, but I don't know which language is connected to what. So I'm learning and I am learning. Wow. 
Way to go. You're really great. <laughs> I just like, and I'm, I get more fascinated and more curious. I'm like, wow, this is starting to make more sense. Yes. Wow. It's and I, I feel like a deep love for Thoth. Yeah. For some reason, I, a, a deep, like longing and, and it's hard to explain really like ever since I connected, like Billy Carson is the one that wrote the condemn, the condemnium of the Emerald tablets. Wow. And then once I started reading it, just like something inside me, just like, I don't want to say exploded, but something just an experience. Yeah. Did you ever think of the ruins? Those are symbols and I yeah, I, I've seen the ruins. There's a connection to that, too. Yeah, I see. I just haven't figured it out yet. I'm like, okay. I just got, like, so much of this. I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do with all this? Hello? But <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do really good. I see you, like, decoding things. Ooh, I love decoding. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see? Because <laughs> I like to sort things out, like... Even in reading the Bible, I saw things that's not true. That's not what they got that wrong. Or wait a minute, something doesn't, something's missing here. It's like a puzzle that I was trying to piece together. Yeah, you're right. Because what you say is true. They've taken out a lot of stuff. They've added stuff that isn't real. So it's too bad. Like King Solomon, they took out that chapter of the Bible, King Solomon. So they, they took out a couple of things. They wanted it all Recently, to be- Because I remember having King Solomon and his stories about, um, he, he had many wives. Mm -hmm. But certain and I was like, how does that guy keep up with all those wives? <laughs> you know, like, hello? You know, there's only 365 days in a year. Oh my God, how crazy. <laughs> You know, and I was just like, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the, his treasures and his riches and whatnot. And, you know, the, and the, there's confusion. It leads more to confusion. Right. And that I, I see how people are struggle because there's confusion based on what they're believing. Yeah. And they're not even discerning what is true exactly you know and that's not they're not the true authors you know they there's copywritten material and there's two books in that bible the old and the new testament the old testament it really came from the q and a form writings from sumerian and then you got the assyrians and then you got the babylonians and like so many others and then there's similar writings in other parts of the country, if you got them all together, they'll tell the, the, a similar story. Wow, exactly. Because I'm back in those, and then my question was, is how did language begin? That's a good question. <laughs> how did it begin? And then how did the writings begin? And that's where I was led to the Sumerians. They're the first in, in recorded history because they were documenting and keeping records of their inventory oh wow 
and then the events you know the cycles of the moon and the sun and you know the stars and the planet because they noticed they observed well wait a minute the moon is not full it's this and here there's this planet there's this star there's this star. that's where the constellation and they're in they're written in stones they're written on walls wow and caves wow that's crazy so history does leave clues if you know where to ask the right question exactly that's true you're a great investigator you're gonna know all that stuff <laughs> I, I've always been like a Nancy Drew. I, I when I started this podcast, I'm like, look, we got to be like Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys here. <laughs> yeah. And start waking up, and the beliefs that we still hold on to, and the beliefs are from somebody else's belief, right? Based on our upbringing, based on society, based on religion. Exactly. And you got to go through them all and find out what's true and what is your own belief. Exactly. And see what resonates with you. Exactly. Yeah. Because I've recognized when I hear truth and see truth, I feel truth. It just like I'm getting hit now. Like, okay. And that's my intuition and my soul communicating to this human being. This is truth. Yes, yes. Your psychic truth. Exactly mm -hmm. like the chills. Some people say, oh, I got the chills. I go, yeah, it's the psychic truth that's connected with it. You feel when something's real and what isn't. Mm-hmm. That's our own little internal lie detector. Exactly. That's true. We all have our intuition. But some people don't listen to it. That's the thing. Majority of people are not tuning into that. And yeah. that's why they struggle. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. I, I feel that a lot. Like, I remember one time I had a gut feeling. Okay, I told my daughter, okay, we're going to go to Dunkin' Donuts, get a little mini donut for you. And something kept telling me, do not go there. But I thought to myself, I'd rather have something happen than her. This is crying nonstop because we're on our way. It's like I can't just stop and tell her, oh, we can't go there. So I had to listen because what happened was I started feeling like I'm walking and I'm not getting there. And there was a lot of distractions. So I told her, Adela, I know you're going to cry and you're going to be so upset that we cannot make it there, but I just can't go. And so I turned her carriage. She was like one years old. And I said, I'll order you anything you want, but we can't get go there. And she told me, Mommy, that she felt a bad feeling too. And I said, okay, good. I said, I don't know what would have happened, but we ordered something else and I just had to leave. There was no way I could not because I was getting all the signs not to go. And at first I was like, oh, we'll go anyway. But then it told me, no, you're not going. No matter what you do, you're not heading there. So... I don't know what happened that day, but my daughter felt it too. At first she was crying, of course, because we were almost there. But I ended up ordering her something, like a little ice cream or something. She felt better. And I just said, you know, we can't ignore our feelings. Obviously, for it to be so strong, God knows what would have happened, I told her. And she said, yeah, that she was agreeing with me. So I was like, okay, good. <laughs> you know Pay attention to those. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
kids, so I forget about it. They'll drive you nuts because, you know, I don't blame her too, but yeah, we had to. So I always encourage people, listen to your feelings because your guides are talking through you and you have to pay attention. And if you don't, then you're going to see what's going to happen. <laughs> There's going to be consequences, you know, and sometimes the consequences and, you know, my guest that I had, Sunil Godsey, he talks about these four different types of intuition and all the intuition is, is to guide you to recognize those signs, to recognize those feelings, when to move, when not to move. Right, right. When to make a decision, when not to make. And it's a learning process in order for you to tap in and connect. Exactly. And it goes into your subconscious mind because then when the next time, the next experience, the intuition will come in, kick in, firstly a nudge, if you're not listening. Mm -hmm. That's true. Then it will try again. And yeah, then like sometimes you, they'll say, okay, you're going to go through this experience and this is not what we, we tried to tell you. I told you so. Exactly. Open up your ears. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. And, and the beautiful thing about this is we are all gods and goddesses. Yes, that's true. Yes. And that it, in we are created in its image in different forms, in different colors, different shapes, different sizes, different genders. Yes, yes, that's true. And the greatest gift that was given to us is the intuition. Yes. God's talking the, through. The God in me is talking through me. And it's so funny because Billy Carson, I saw him on a video and he's like hearing God's voice. He goes, you know, what kind of God would give one man a mansion and in another man homeless on the street? <laughs> you have to understand that you are a divine being. You are a God. It's your own voice, your yes. ego voice. So you yes. have to separate the ego part of God and the host of God that you are. Yes. That's true. Cause when I channel, I hear it in my own voice. I don't hear a foreign voice talking through me. Mm hmm. So, and when my dad is recognizing which is your voice and which is your higher self, the God voice will come in in your voice and that voice is loving, patient, kind, compassion, mm -hmm. and will tell you the truth. Exactly. Those with the higher thoughts, exactly. Joy, love, all the higher dimensional energies. The one that's negative is the other side. It comes mm -hmm. from the source. <laughs> right. So <laughs> you have... Uh, a podcast yes and you're also now on tv yes can you share with everybody that my show is healings on the go with linda davidis and i go on twice a month and then um it's aired every week on optimum 
Friday channel 115. So the show that I did on Tuesday will be aired on Friday. So it's a lot of fun. You will be on it too. And I know I can't wait. Lots of nice guests, mediums, and all different kinds of subjects that are very interesting. So it's going to be great. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So I'm glad it goes on TV. So that way a lot of people could hear it. It goes to uh, about 4 million viewers, he said. So that's great. So it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations. Okay. And it's about time. And I'm sending your gift. Ah, uh, thank you. But you shouldn't have. Thank you so much. <laughs> and there's one for your sister. And you'll know which one belongs to you, by the way. Ah, uh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. You're a golden angel. Thank you so much. Ah, <laughs> thank you. And I'm so grateful and thanks thankful once again to reconnect to you in this life. Yes, it's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much. And you will be on my show soon. I think in another month. I yeah. Have, and then two weeks after that, you go on. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. I know you got to get to your daughter. So I love you. And thank you so much for sharing your story. Right. And I wish you the best of success. Thank you. You too. I love you too. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm like the camera's the other way. <laughs> Have a great one. Thanks again for having me on. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Have a great day. Well, there you go. So that's our sole purpose is not to remember, but come to the earth and start the journey, experiencing things to lead you to your purpose and your path. Like I said, you got to tune in to wake up with KC because you'll never know who I'll have on this show. Thank you.